in the morning. When you want the news, you need the front page every hour on the press box. Nothing's writing on this except the uh, First Amendment, the Constitution, freedom of the press, and maybe the future of the country. Not that any of that matters. And now, the news. Mississippi State beat Vanderbilt 9-0 yesterday to win the College World Series. Next story? That was good for you. Not good for me. Happy to move on to. Oh, that's right, Ole Miss. Question. You got the shirt on this morning. Is that because yeah. you're mad? That was, you know, surprising. Maybe not because SEC has so many good programs. First uh, national title of any kind. Yeah, they're not good at anything. I mean, they're SEC. It, You'd think they'd sneak through on something. It's a cow college. My girlfriend went there. There's literally cows behind the apartment complex. Was she watching last night? No, she does not care. Did about she baseball. care about any of that stuff? No, she didn't care about baseball. When like, she heard they won, did she at least put her I, hands up and say, "Hey, good no, job"? No, I asked her. So we uh, we asked her to come on. She wouldn't do it. We I had it on. I had it on the NBA game, and it was they were up nine nothing in like the seventh inning. And I said, "Do you want to watch like the last yeah. inning and see him celebrate?" And she's like, "No, it's fine." Doesn't care about baseball at all. If it was my my girlfriend, she likes sports, but she's very much like she wants. If she's at the sporting event. She's like all in. She it's great, but she's like watching it on TV and being like heavily invested. Like she's care that not much. on fanatics this morning ordering championship shirts. She is definitely not doing that. No. Okay, but, all right. Yeah, but no, she didn't care. I mean, she doesn't like baseball at all. Like we're gonna go to Astros Padres in San Diego over Labor Day weekend. She's going for San Diego. She's gonna read while we're at the game. So she doesn't like baseball at all. If th- if this was the football team, she'd care. Um, if it was the basketball team, she'd care. But just kills me that that weekend I'll be a huge Astros fan. Oh my be god! A fun weekend. Uh, just so be... you guys said like I, I honestly would be really happy if you guys see each other at the ballpark. Like, uh, it's like there's Ed. He's the one in the Astros shirt. Hey Tyler. <laughs> the real question is <laughs> ah, nice throwback, Ed. <laughs> so the real question I still haven't figured out what I want to do is the first week of August I'll be on vacation in California. The Astros play the Dodgers in L.A. You got to go to a game. Oh, man. No, we got to do the show don't live. You? Don't you? We got to send you I'm to the vacation. game, too. I'm on vacation. I'm not talking to you fools. Don't you go uh-huh. to a game? First off, the cheapest tickets are 150 bucks. Even it's, well, it's the Astros going into LA. Yes. So that's, yeah. That Second off, I don't know how safe I would be wearing an Astros shirt into Dodger Stadium for the first time the Astros play in Dodger Stadium. Now, Jared, and I really want you to go to that game. <laughs> I mean, in fact, we'll buy. I will. I will forego my Amazon Dodger hat and get you an Astros one. <laughs> Why did you click on the Astros hat? You're not an Astros hat. No, but Tyler needs to wear it to the uh, Dodger game. We gotta find. We gotta find some sort of short shirt that says "Sometimes you need to bang trash cans to win championships." <laughs> yes. No, I. I take that back. Well, I wouldn't pay 150 bucks to see anybody, and two, I certainly wouldn't go there with an Astros shirt on. So, right, that's, I that's mean, you, the thing. You, you, I, had, God, it was the saddest thing in the world. But you saw what happened to that poor Giants fan right. years ago. It's like, eh, that's not the place you want to go. I to. mean, hell, there was just a video the other day of Dodger fans fight, fighting each other, fighting each other in the crowd. So. <laughs> never mind if you throw an Astros. <laughs> hey, we can beat that guy now because we don't have to hit each other. Uh, I guess Happy you're not to going. Move on to the to the next question here, Aaron. <laughs> ask, <laughs> ask, and answered. Here's a good transition for you. Uh, Trevor Bauer's accuser has provided more details. The Athletic had a story yesterday to read from that story. The woman said these two incidents included Bauer punching her in the face, vagina, and buttocks, sticking his fingers down her throat, and strangling her to the point where she lost consciousness multiple times. We talked about this yesterday. Trevor Bauer has been accused of assault with in two separate instances with a woman, and... The argument here looks like it's going to come down to like 
what is consent and what is consent for like all activities because the woman is not arguing she she's per, she's saying like she agreed she consented to having sex with Trevor Bauer but she did not consent to all the things Trevor Bauer did when they were having sex and uh, so that's where this is going to be an issue because yes. Trevor Bauer's argument is this was consensual we've got text messages that say it was like hey this rough is rough sex yeah you're rough sex yeah so it it sounds extremely bad for Trevor Bauer. Uh, I I imagine, like uh, David Ross said, he's going to end up on some sort of suspension list. I don't know what I don't know what the Major League Baseball suspension list is. Do they have a commissioner's list like the NFL? But I that that's what's going to decide this is what's where is consent? Where's the line on yeah. consent for? Yes, I mean, we can have sex, but no, you can't do that. That's the thing we said yesterday that his attorney came out and said we have countless texts from her wanting rough sex and all this stuff so you're in the jury if there if it ever went to trial or if he ever was charged criminally i guess you're like you said deciding where the line is and it's I, I, again we we don't know what the texts say back from her i thought it's interesting that the pasadena police department had her call him and taped it did you read that part of the oh, story i didn't read that no she called him and said I don't want this to happen anywhere else. And he was like, hey, I wouldn't hurt anyone. Now, I don't know exactly how you infer, you know, interpret. Again, we're not even saying it's going to jury. But if it does, all of this is going to come down to, like you said, where's the line? I don't know if you're going to get 12 people who think the line's the same thing. Yeah. The, I, I, I don't I mean, know. I mean, the the unconscious yeah, part. That, that's I think the, that might be the part that would sway it that's, against Bauer. I don't, I don't, that, yeah, I don't know how that's not right. Yeah, she says she was unconscious and he kept going. Yeah. So, I, oh, have, I think he's getting... I, I, at this point, just reading the athletic story, I'd be surprised if he's not charged with something. Right. Um, yeah, I, I, I think, mean, I think he charged. will be, too. And so what happens from there, I don't no. know. Because it's no. it's not a, you know, cut and dry zero consent. There was some level of consent, but then the disagreement on what happened after that and what all was consented to. And, I mean, if you charge him, I think you have to suspend him. Probably, yeah. I mean, I don't think you can't, you can't keep him. We can't allow him to keep pitching. Yeah, no chance. I no. mean... It, even before when's he supposed to pitch again even before uh, like I, three days from now sunday even if he doesn't get charged by then is he pitching I, that day i don't know yeah so i don't know i mean it, i guess it depends on if they lose the first two games of the series <laughs> next question iowa states right, will not gonna, play I'm, unlv I'm, basketball I'm just leaving. <laughs> iowa state will not play unlv basketball this season which is disappointing. We were hoping that we would get TJ Alzelberger back in Vegas. But here is Iowa State's basketball schedule. Kennesaw State, Alabama State, Grambling State, Arkansas, Pine Bluff, Jackson State, Southeast Louisiana, Chicago State. What a state. We, I don't think we confirmed it, but or do, maybe we were just guessing that he was they were going to play each other because part of the deal when he left. Wait, so Desiree Francois went on with Cofield and company. And did she say she was getting a game out of it? And she did not finish her sentence. She started to say something like, he'll be back here in December, but cut herself off and says, oh, we'll, we won't say anything uh, about that. So I inferred from that. You're getting a game. They're getting a game out of it because why else would it be coming back in December other than to play UNLV? But you know, Iowa State released their schedule and UNLV is not on it. But Boy. it looks like the entire swack is on their schedule. Say. TJ TJ pumping up some wins for that first well, year. Well, they only won more two last two. year, so he's gonna have yeah, more than that's two. That's not. It's not a horrible schedule given he's taken over a team that won two games. He's gonna at least get to seven. 
He's like, we're going to be good next year, guys. Seven and 20. Here we come. <laughs> Did he like think that just because he coaches at a place with the word state in it, yes. he needed to find all the other states? <laughs> it's a it's a new challenge. Every every university with state in it is going to play each other. Only two Crown of the champion. ones that he or yeah, only one of the ones he's playing is an actual state. <laughs> Alabama State. The rest of them, those aren't states. Grambling, Kennesaw, Chicago, Jackson. I don't care about your next question. Liz Cambage and Dierica Hamby are WNBA All-Stars. So, WNBA All-Star game, it's going to be here in Vegas. The way they're doing it in an Olympic year, you're going to have Team USA, which features Asia Wilson, Chelsea Gray, playing the WNBA All-Stars. Now, it's obviously a weird WNBA All-Star team because the majority of the players on Team USA would be the All-Star team in a normal year. So... Dierica Hamby usually wouldn't be an all-star. She comes off the bench for the Aces, but she is this year. Uh, I am fascinated. All I want is Liz Cambage and Asia Wilson guarding each other for the entire game. Well, it's, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I forget the update on this, but on the WNBA all-stars, like Liz Cambage, you have more, more athletes that are going to compete against them in the Olympics. Is Liz Cambage playing for her, for, for Australia? Australia? For Australia? As far as I know. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that, that's interesting. I mean, I don't know. Is Australia not, you know, in their camp or whatever? I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it'll be it'll be cool to watch. It's the the men and the women for USA are going to be here. Yeah, they come um, next middle week. of July. Next week, is like it? July 7th. Yeah. So, but then this is, when is the All-Star game for the WNBA? I should know when the actual date is. That'd be helpful for this segment. But, yeah, it'll be here in Vegas, whenever it is. Maybe we'll have tickets to give away. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> um, I got you. Thank you. Sorry. Sorry. Lionel Messi's contract with Barcelona expired yesterday. The expectation from everybody is that he is going to re-sign with Barcelona, but he has not yet re-signed with Barcelona. I want nothing more than Lionel Messi to be a true free agent in the world of soccer to see who would actually bid for him, who would actually be able to afford him. This four-year $674 million deal... So now at his age, what does he get? Yeah, probably the same. He's the same? Uh, yeah, if, he re- if he's back with Barcelona. The only thing is all we hear from Barcelona is how they, they don't have money. Like they keep saying they're in some fight. Like the whole Super League thing, Barcelona's been like, eh, we're in a financial crisis. We don't have any money to pay anybody. Isn't, so, isn't all of Spain currently in a financial crisis? Ex- not Lionel Messi. Well, that that might also be part of the problem. Lionel <laughs> Messi took took all the money, all of it. <laughs> Messi's interesting in that. Okay, he, this is kind of how I how old I thought he was. He's thirty four. Messi's one of those athletes uh, that has been so good and around for so long that you just always say, "Well, he's got to be older than you think." He's been around so long, been so incredible for so long. But thirty four is kind of like well, I, I thought he'd be it might be mid thirties. I mean that that makes sense. I thought, but I mean it's like the whole the cliche of. Steffi Graf, when she was great at 18, like then she became 30. It's like, my God, she must be 50. She's been around so long because they're so good. Messi's kind of like that. He's been so good for so long. You'd think he's always older. He's, he can't be in his 30s. He's been around forever. Do you think Messi would take like a $100 a week deal, but you throw in some free Haritos from Lights FC? <laughs> what if Messi played here? <laughs> Why are there cars on the pitch? <laughs> Why did that little boy throw a water balloon in my head? Actually, actually, hold on. Let's 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 keep this stupid scenario and let's 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 go out a little bit further. What age 
does Messi have to play till in order for him to play for Lights FC? Like 60? Mid, mid 40s. He'd be the best player they've ever had at yeah, 45. Yeah, yeah. At 45. 45, he'd be the best player there. I'm thinking Jared's closer, though. 60? When did we bring Pele? Probably cutting it. He's probably, he's probably making the team at 60. They're bad, man. Who's They're not any good. Who's the guy that's playing, like, Division One in Japan, and he's in his, like, 50s? Oh, he's signed. Yeah, he's played. Yeah, he's signed for the same team like 16 times. <laughs> Messi would really screw these uh, script these poor athletes at UNLV because if that guy came to town, every sponsorship would go to him. It's like we're gonna we're gonna take the 60 year old soccer player. He's gonna get all the stuff. You guys, you're not getting anything. That's crafty wording right there. I give you credit. <laughs> all right, let's get to this one. Hector Santiago. He is appealing his 10 game suspension. Hector Santiago is the pitcher for the Mariners. That is the only one so far to have been caught with a foreign substance he claims it was rosin and sweat yeah we got the audio if you want that that's what caused it um he admitted to using rosin on his glove side arm which is a violation of the foreign substance rule. what's he appealing then i don't know he said he used rosin yeah on the on the wrong arm which yeah. you're not allowed to do i i'm disappointed <laughs> we've only had one guy caught and it's hector santiago of all people i didn't know the guy's name until he got caught um i was hoping we had more so the glove was sent to New York, but sources said it wasn't necessary as the ejection and suspension are solely based on the Empire's report of having detected a foreign substance. I don't know how much I'm into that because I'd rather have someone inspect the glove because they're doing it right in the moment. And maybe he's saying it's sweat and you never know. Like you can eject him at that moment, but I would hope like there'd be a second level. Like, yeah, send the glove somewhere. We're really going to inspect well, this. Yeah, thing. I think they're I mean, inspecting it, but the, the suspension holds no matter what. Like they send it off for inspection, regardless of what the inspection finds, the suspension holds. Because the way maybe based on appeal? Well, that's the, the, the appeal he could win the right. appeal. But I right. I don't know if he's gonna win that. I mean he he admitted well, to that, using That's the other thing. This just in for Hector Santiago, if I'm his attorney like Hector. We're going to appeal. It's bad that you just admitted you cheated. <laughs> we're probably not gonna win the appeal because you actually said you used rosin. That's against the rules. Yes. I mean <laughs> that's not how you appeal something. Yes. I'm appealing. I cheated. Oh, right. well. I know. I know. I broke the rule here. <laughs> yeah, but, but I'm going to appeal because I don't want to set out 10 games. <laughs> I didn't do this. It wasn't me, guys. All right. Coming up next, we'll get to the Raiders. And it's Devontae Adams coming to Las Vegas. Obviously, I love Derek to death. We got a, a great friendship and um, we still communicate really, really consistently. He's one of my one of my best friends. So um, obviously, it'd be a dream uh, to be able to play with him. But, uh, you know, I'm a Packer now. So. Uh, until that point uh, where we make that decision, I guess we just got to we'll see what happens. We're back to the press box with Grady and Bischoff. That was Devontae Adams. Was he at a basketball game? Yeah, he's, he's playing pickup. There's a lot going on in the background. Because um, Derek Carr was at like a golf course, a yeah. very windy golf course yes. when he said that he wanted him. Is Derek Carr going to get fined for tampering? We asked that when we played the car uh, spot the other day, that's the first thing I asked him, like, is it just management that gets fined for that, or can anybody say that stuff? Can Can Devontae Adams get fined for tampering in, when he's talking about himself? Because he's like, if it comes, it, he's like, yeah, I'd love to play with Derek Carr. Like, this is, I, I think you can make the argument this is all hypothetical. Like, well, all Devontae, Devontae Adams has one year left on his deal. I think he has one year yeah. left on his deal. Magic Johnson got fined for winking. Yes. Okay, like, but the that's in, the NBA. They take it a lot more seriously, yes. But, like, the idea that it's hypothetical, yeah, it's always well, hypothetical. The funny thing is tampering is usually turned in by the team in its mind that gets wronged. So Derek Carr says it, 
And then the Packers probably called the NFL the next day, and the next day is like, no, don't worry about that because Devontae Adams said the same thing. It's like, we, 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 you know, like usually, like Devontae, why'd you say something? We were going to get him for tampering, but now you're on the record saying you like to play with him too. So no one's going to get it for tampering. How pissed off do you have to be as a Packers fan? Like your your quarterback is like, I'm not coming, and then your best wide receiver is like, I can't wait to leave. Well, how mad do you have to be? Is like you're talking about Derek Carr, man. You play with Aaron Rodgers. Well, at least Derek Carr shows up. Well, that's true. Greatest quarterbacks ever. That's half a life at showing up. It's true. Derek Carr was like the Aaron Rodgers of Fresno State, though. Yeah, I, I, well, those have you. Those mean that was the best part of Twitter uh, the last couple days is people just being like, "Whoa, did you have you guys seen Derek Carr at Fresno State?" Really? I thought it was somewhat humorous when Carr's comment said. Um, if we were together, you'd see things from us that you've never seen. It's like the guy plays with Aaron Rodgers, he'll be fine. Like, <laughs> is there anything we could see from Derek Carr and Devontae Adams just because they played in college that we haven't seen with like one of the greatest quarterbacks who ever lived with Devontae Adams? I, I, I'm guessing no. Like, I'm guessing, and if he came here, he wouldn't say, "Well, now you'll see what I can do." It's like, yeah, played with Aaron Rodgers. Like, <laughs> maybe we'll see what like, Derek Carr can. Well, do. Well, maybe yeah, maybe we'll see what Derek Carr can do because he's got Devontae Adams. But the other way around, I'm like, uh, I don't think so. If I get a wide receiver who doesn't step out of bounds, <laughs> I'm gonna be. <laughs> on to something. <laughs> well, he had Nelson Aguilar last year. That guy never stepped out of bounds. Yeah, think about what an upgrade Adams is over Nelson over Nelly. No, the what fun, if the funny part would be him Derek Carr sucking with Devontae Adams? I mean, I mean, this is people think this is crazy because year by year basis, the craziest thing would be Devontae Adams is on the Raiders next year, but Derek Carr isn't. It's like, wait a minute, I came because of Derek Carr. It's like, uh, yeah. Have you I met mean, Marcus? <laughs> Who's Mary? That's a big quarterback. I came to man. I, I came to play with the guy who's big. Um, no, but I mean, okay. Here we go again. Uh, seven and ten, and his deal's up. Are you re-upping him? Well, he's got one more year after this year. There's two but years you, left. Okay, on this two deal. years left, but you, can, yeah. you don't lose any money after this right. year, right? Can, okay, you, so you can cut him now, and I don't think they lose yeah, any money. So uh, it's so okay. Vic Tafer and Tashawn Reed of the Athletic wrote a story about the quarterback position, and and they called it a make or break year on for the Raiders. Derek Carr. Yeah, yeah, for Derek Carr. And I feel like we've said that for five straight seasons yeah. or something like that. Ever since the Raiders were moving to Vegas, it's been a make or break year for Derek Carr. But I, I guess the the question is, like you said, if they go seven and ten and miss the playoffs, is is it as simple as? Raiders make the playoffs, Carr gets an extension. Raiders miss the playoffs, they cut him or trade him. Well, I think more. I think more so the former. I think if they get to the playoffs, he gets the extension. If he doesn't, I guess you'd have to tell me how they finished and what he did. If they get to the playoffs, I think they're extending him. If they go nine and eight again and barely make it, but he plays really, really well, you're still saying, who are you getting that's better than him? Like you know, who who's out there that's better than this guy who yet again had a career season, but our defense stunk again, and we just can't get to the playoffs. Is now there... you're six and eleven. Yeah, then. Is there at any point, most franchises would have already been at that point, but is there at any point where the Raiders just say, we know it's not Derek Carr's fault, but it's one playoff appearance in seven or eight seasons. We're we're moving on for the sake of moving on because we, we want to make the playoffs and it hasn't happened with Derek Carr. If that happened, I think Jared's right. I think more opt than not Mariota would be the next guy. Just try something different. I, I don't know. I guess you'd really have to tell me in that sense, like, who's the guy then? So, I I mean, is it you, Mariota, as a bridge because you draft a guy? You're trading, you're trading up in you the trade, first round to, yeah, get a guy? to get a guy? Do you guys find it curious that in basically the same 
sort of timeline, maybe a year post, the Rams moved from St. Louis to L.A., drafted a new quarterback, fired their old coach, hired their new coach, <laughs> went to a Super Bowl, and then got rid of the quarterback that they drafted because they were like, yeah, we got to move on from him. Right. Like, that has all happened in the same timeline of the make-or-break season for Derek Carr. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think the easiest thing for him, I will say this, and I know there's been things said and written and whatever about it. I'm sorry. I do not extend him right now. No. Like this whole thing about right he now? wants, I'm sure nope. he wants an extension. Who doesn't? We all want extensions, but I, if they extend him without going to the playoffs, I don't know what they're doing. I'm sorry. I don't. And it's not, and here's the thing I'm not even saying, which sounds very weird here, not to extend him because of him, because obviously this has not been his issue. I mean, I think he's played well enough and the defense has been just atrocious. I still don't extend them. No, absolutely not. There's there, they, there's no reason to. No. It's the same thing we've talked about with Colton Miller. It's the same thing with the Golden Knights talked about with Marc-Andre Fleury. I was kidding. Well, and McPhee's running the Raiders' cars, got the six-year deal, and you know he'll be here until he's 40. There's, he's got two years left on the deal. It's it's not guaranteed anymore. They can cut him whenever it's they like want, $2 million and there's no hit. dead yeah, money. So like, if he's awful this season... You can cut ties and you're right. not, there's no like major salary cap issues right. with it. There is zero. The only reason you would possibly give Derek Carr a new deal right now is if he said, I'm holding out. Like if Derek Carr forced the issue and said, I'm not showing up to camp or games unless I'm holding out. But you already have two quarterbacks on the roster. <laughs> you should be fine. You've got your right. backup, you've got your starter. Yeah. And like you kind That's of say that as a joke, big... but like. Yeah, if and also if Derek Carr I mean, held out right now and you're you got John two Green, running backs, just have him handed off. You just say we got Mariota. Yeah, he's in a bad position for any kind. I don't think he'd hold out, but he's in a horrible yeah, position for that. Like we got a guy who started how many games in the league? Right. But that's the only reason, if you're the Raiders, why you would give Carr an extension right now is if Carr still forced call the bluff. issue. I and I would too I because you bluff. have Mariota. Like, right, Mariota's pretty good. You're not sitting on Nathan Peterman as your number two. No. You actually spent money on a backup. Right. Okay. Yeah, but if if Carr's going to sit out, Mariota's the guy. I don't think he'd sit out, I, and I don't either. I, that that's the thing. No. So if you're the Raiders, he's not going to sit out. Right. There's you shouldn't do it. There's no reason no. to give him an extension. I mean, might be your only way of getting Aaron Rodgers. Like, hey, uh, do you want to swap our guy who's sitting out for your guy that's sitting out? <laughs> Neither of us are going to use him. <laughs> so and same thing next off season. If they go nine and eight and miss the playoffs, and it's, okay, what are you doing with Derek Carr? If he's not, like, demanding it and holding out, I'm not giving him an extension mm -hmm. next offseason, even if they make the playoffs. If he's not demanding it, I'm not giving him an extension. Yeah, it's like, especially if they continue to have someone like Mariota backing him up, like, he wants to sit out. It's like, well, what's your leverage? Yeah. Like, you never took, you, you've been to one playoff, and again, we've said it time and again, he got hurt, not his fault. They went to the playoffs that year. He was very good that year. He just got hurt. That happens. But still, you take that year away, and you've never been to the playoffs, so there's no leverage on your part, right? Now, I guess there's leverage if Mariota doesn't come back and Peterman's your backup, then you got some leverage. But if Mariota <laughs> continues to sign these one-year deals or whatever he signs, then there's no leverage on your part, and we don't have to extend you. All right, coming up next, where in the world is Darren Millard? Is Tyler a know-it-all? Can you prove him wrong? Tweet at Bischoff underscore Tyler and at Ed Graney. Moose, you just keep on moosing. This doesn't concern you. Maroon is not just a color. This is the VGK Update with Darren Millsy Millard. Good morning, Darren. Where are you today? I'm in my living room. Oh. Still in Las Vegas? 
still in Las Vegas uh, for a couple of weeks. I go to Tokyo uh, next uh, Saturday, on the tenth. For wait, wait, the Olympics doesn't start that soon. What are you going to no, Tokyo? So that's little a little quarantine action. Yeah. Little quarantine. Good for there's you. The, in, in some parts of the world, there's still a quarantine. Wait, are are you going to quarantine then to go to the Olympics? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm in the 200 breaststroke. <laughs> what are you doing there? What are you What are you working on? How, what, what, what's, your, what's your job at the Olympics? Why can't I be an athlete? Dad, we've seen you. Come this, on. This is, this is gender uh, uh, and... Uh, body body shaming. Abuse. We are body shaming. Yeah. 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 Well, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. I think this is awesome. I think you're going to Tokyo. I think this is great. What, 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 give us, uh, uh, give us a rundown. The Olympic Channel. Uh, the Olympic Channel and OBS. Uh, awesome. Water polo and uh, some beach volleyball and one football game. Cool, good for you. Are, yeah, that's awesome. Wait, are you like calling them? Uh, uh, yeah, I believe so. Oh, I, I, I believe that's the uh, the plan. Uh, or and doing some reporting on it and uh, and uh, having some fun. How, how many Olympics? Water polo. How many Olympics have you been to? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, two, oh, ten, twelve. So this is <sighs> my fourth. I didn't know you. I was in Beijing and London. It would have been nice to know you. Yes, uh, I wasn't in Beijing, but uh, London. Uh, I, like I don't know about you, but I don't get out very much during them. It's uh, it's it's very strange. I'm excited to go to Tokyo, but I don't know how much time I'll actually get to to do anything because you get so immersed. Now, in 2010, I just did the uh, did the hockey tournament, and, and there was three games a day, and you were you were you were locked in uh, and. Twelve. I was the uh, primetime host, and it was uh, it was pretty intense. So summer games are so different than winter games, too. But I'm excited. I'm looking That's forward great. to it. Good for you, Darren. Yeah. Will you bring me one of those like commemorative condoms that they have at the Olympics? Um, no. <laughs> okay. I don't get. I don't get uh, near the like you thought. Uh, like Ed, you know, but this uh, you don't get near the athletes no. on a on a normal year. Like there's no chance no. of getting near an athlete uh, nowadays, and the athletes' village is where the uh, those uh, commemorative balloons are. I'll I'll be fascinated uh, to talk to you afterwards, having been in Beijing and London, on how pandemic will have changed it. Afterwards, yeah, we're, we're talking to him while he's there. Oh, that's true. You better be coming on while you're there. What time it'll be in Tokyo? I don't care. Answer the phone. Hours Sixteen. Answer the phone. I don't care what time it is. Pick it up. Um, <laughs> have you wait? I'm projecting my own sports viewership on you, like. How much do you know about water polo? Because I don't know much about it at all. Water polo is very similar to hockey well, uh, in its the strategy melting, and but... its uh, ideas and its uh, descriptions. Um, so uh, that's uh, that's very similar. Uh, and beach volleyball, I've actually worked uh, a few events uh, in my younger years uh, of, of beach volleyball. So it's uh, as uh, as you learn in the Olympics. There's a lot of uh, country and name, and then you you sit out, and then there's a lot of country <laughs> score, name, and uh, and then you sit out. So it's not as uh, not as quite as uh, involved as. Not saying you don't have to know uh, your sports, but uh, there's there's less. Uh, uh, the the analyst does a lot of the breakdown, and then you just kind of reset uh, who's playing. Okay, I got to ask if you were there because my great, well, the Great Wall was pretty cool, but one of my coolest memories of the Olympics in London was midnight or 1 a.m., women's beach volleyball at Buckingham Palace, and there were like three or four lights up, and my buddy Mark Ziegler and I were looking up, and was like, do you think that's the queen? That was one of the most fascinating places I've ever been at Buckingham Palace with a beach volleyball. Were you there? 
Yeah, no. Uh, oh, and yeah, it was uh, the Queen and I did not have, uh, despite being Canadian and being uh, part of the uh, the Empire, uh, uh, no, uh, the, she did not invite me. Over. Uh, like over at the horse stable, like that was really cool. Yeah, uh, it's amazing. Like that, that was that was that was one of the the best uh, venues uh, in London was uh, was being able to uh, do that. That's the other thing about uh, about the Olympics. You, you spend a lot of time just talking about the venues and where they are and. Uh, it's 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 a, it's a total formula, but I'm looking forward to it. It'll 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 be a lot of uh, it'll be a lot of fun. I, I I know that I lose a day going over, and I gain two hours coming home. That's that's about the uh, the depth of uh, my research that I've done so far on it. How long is your quarantine? Uh, I believe thirteen days. Oh man, yeah, yeah. It's very. Uh, you should see the uh, the uh, different. Uh, uh, pieces of uh instructions that uh, that we've received and and it just keeps getting added on to and the number of tests that you have to take before you go and uh and doctor certification and it's uh it's really intense they've uh uh the olympics aren't the most popular uh event right now yeah. in japan and they've had to uh work with the public and try to satisfy uh, some concerns uh, uh rightfully so on that, uh, the, the the best part though that I can that I can share is that the they've agreed to allow ten thousand people into uh, certain events. Now, some some venues won't won't even fit ten thousand people, but if you, if you can socially distanced, uh, you can put ten thousand people in say athletics uh, and track and field. But there's you have to wear a mask and there's no cheering. That was the weird part. I thought I saw several stories yeah. about the no cheering. I thought that was no cheering. Bizarre. You can you cannot cheer. So that will be fascinating to watch. Basically, you're a live cardboard cutout. Mm-hmm. Is 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 what I can equate it to. Uh, that will be very weird to uh, to witness. And and not all venues will will allow fans. Press box transition. Uh, yes. So there's three uh, there's three opinions here. Mark Andre Fleury wants to come back. Kelly McCrimmon says he he believes it could work. Pete DeBoer says it's a different year next year. Pete DeBoer either knows something or has not, has not been told yet. Which do you think it is? Because when Pete DeBoer says, well, it worked this year, condensed schedule, next year is a completely different year. We as media inferred there's one of these goalies leaving. Well, and, and there's a fourth one that, uh, that uh, Pete DeBoer is right, and it is a totally different uh, season uh, because you don't have the, the 56 games crammed into uh, a perennial three and four uh, type of, uh, of setup, and then you uh, uh, have to balance it out a lot more. Now, I, I, I don't think that at 37 that, uh, that Marc-Andre Fleury can play 50 games and, and be at the top of this game. That's a lot to ask for uh, the human body to do and uh, a lot to, to ask of the, uh, of the mind to do, quite frankly. And, and stay mental, mentally sharp. So uh, I, I think Pete's right that it that it is a different year. That it's going to be slightly uh, less intense uh, over a short period of time, and and uh, and you may have to may have a little bit more wiggle room to be able to for some teams to be able to ride on, on number one goaltender. So uh, I think that part of it uh, is accurate. But I also believe that uh, that in in one shape or form, uh, Mark Andre Fleury to be successful and to be near the same level that he was this year would need uh, to be able to be spelled off at, at certain times. So they're trading the Vesna Trophy winner. 
Uh, who said that? You, you did. Guys immediately you guys oh, that. You did. Should I tweet it out? Yes. Darren Millard says. <laughs> I never said that. Listen, he's leading uh, for the Olympics. No one can really call him on it. It's like, yeah, that Millard guy. He's already uh, look. He said they're trading Flurry, and then he leaves the country. <laughs> hey, I, I, I'll, I admit it that I had uh, zero confidence that Mark Andre Flurry could get to the level that he's at right now, where he's uh, a not just a a contender, but a like a leader in, in qualifying and being selected for Canada's Olympic team. I didn't see that on the horizon at all. And when you look at the, the opportunities that are available for him next year, uh, between the Olympics in Beijing, if, if uh, the NHL goes, the NHL All-Star Weekend in Vegas, what, uh, what a moment that would be for, for Marc-Andre Fleury to be uh, part of the All-Star Weekend as a member of the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, and then compete for uh, a Stanley Cup and, as the reigning best trophy winner, I think there's a there's a lot to strive for uh, with with Mark Andre Fleury as a member of the Golden Knights next year. Wait, so you you think he'll make the All Star team even when he's on the Canucks? You where did you get the Canucks from? Because I think there's like four other teams. Uh, oh, who the are they? Let's go. Uh, let's, let's go. Who are they? Let's go. Great news. The finalists, I'm the four just... finalists to trade for Flurry, according Ooh. to Darren Millard, are. <laughs> Darren Millard is an insider, so he may have seen his no yes. trade clause. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I'm not playing your reindeer games, but I wouldn't put Vancouver near the top of the list uh, with, uh, with what uh, Thatcher Demko's done and with Mikey DiPietro uh, coming in, in, the, uh, in the pipeline and Brayton Holtby if if there is an opening, would have gone to uh, the Seattle Kraken. So that's uh, that's where I see that. But uh, but yeah, it, it, listen. If you could, if you're a team, and, and we're uh, all joking aside, if you're a team looking for some immediate help in goaltending, and you see where Mark Andre Fleury's game is at, and what uh, what he can do, uh, if you can if you can manage his load management, then uh, then yeah, why not take a, a good look at him and. We know Pittsburgh's uh, kicked tires uh, in the last year. Um, I don't know where where Toronto is in the Freddie Anderson, but there's if if you're looking at uh, a platoon plus, as way I would describe Mark Andre Fleury, is a little bit over uh, of 41 games, uh, so 44 something in around there, and and manage it, then then you'd be crazy not to call Kelly McCrimmon. I don't know that that's a long conversation to be quite honest, because uh, you have an asset and you have um, a goaltender that's uh, that's what the, the just voted the best in the game. So uh, I would think long and hard uh, about keeping him before I'd ever think uh, long and hard about moving him. So you gave us Pittsburgh and Toronto. What are the other two on your list? Who are the other two? Uh, the other two would be, uh, oh, I'd be interested in Washington. Uh, would be an interesting one to take a look at uh, at some some goaltending help, and uh, where would the other one be? Edmonton. Give me a second on that. I will see. See, Edmonton would be would be perfect. The the problem is cap. Like right. that's uh, the I think that that uh, would be a, would be a real issue to work around uh, with the cap. And and Dave Tippett likes uh, Mike Smith. Yeah. He does. And can they get rid of Koskinen? Maybe, but uh, uh, I I don't know whether that works, uh, and I don't know whether uh, 
whether it's there's a there's a marriage there. Now, uh, if if I didn't know the relationship between Dave and and Mike, then uh, I would be right on board with you. But I know that that uh, that there's a great relationship, and Ken Holland has talked about having Mike Smith back. Mike okay. Smith, by the way, was uh, was part of the Olympic team in 2014. So uh, there's another guy that uh, that could be in the mix, and he was arguably the best. He was arguably the best goaltender in Canada this year. Uh, he he didn't rank high on the Vezina Trophy rating uh, voting, but uh, but he had a, he had a really good regular season. All right, Jared, tweet this out. Uh, Darren Millard breaking yes, breaking. Per- breaking sources confirm sources tell Darren Millard Edmonton would be perfect for Mark yes. Andre Fleury, yes. but the Golden Knights might have yeah. to retain some salary to make it work. They wouldn't have to retain it if someone didn't extend it when they didn't have to. Listen, <laughs> I want to ask you something that you're not going to answer. A trade proposal was floated, but we talked about it earlier. Uh, you just have to give us a yes or no. There's, you don't have to explain anything. We know the position you're in. We love to put you in difficult positions. Right now, you, you are really good at it. Too. You, you are pretty sure. <laughs> let's say you're ninety percent sure that Eichel's neck will be fine. You get yeah. Eichel at ten million a year for five more years. You give up Theodore, a first round pick, and Cody Glass. No. No. That was a quick no. no. Wow. That was a quick no. no. But his neck's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. No, I, uh, uh, I'm i not in the Eichel camp. Oh. So uh, I would uh, – but but I, I'm really interested to see where this goes because I want to I, I wanna watch Jack Eichel in a position to succeed. I don't think he's been in a position to succeed uh, yet, but – uh, uh, and and there's smarter hockey people than me that have watched him and uh, and will determine whether that can happen. Uh, the the thing is, uh, I haven't watched it uh, and seen enough progress where I would give uh, give away Shea Theodore, who uh, I I think uh, can still like. He, I don't think he was at his best, and he was still uh, got got some real acknowledgement from, from around the league with the Norris Trophy voting. Uh, I want to see Shea Theodore for a full season at his best and that first-round pick, man. That's when you're, when you're a team up against the cap, those first-round picks and being able to work them into the lineup uh, on their entry-level contracts is, is better than gold. And, uh, and I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't give up on that yet. Tyler. You notice he didn't mention glass. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I didn't, I didn't you mentioned glass. Theodore in the first round picks. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't give up those two things. Yeah, uh, I think I think Cody Glass is in a is a is in a really um, fun spot in the in the sense if you look at it as a challenge. Like he's got he's got players coming up behind him now that are going to challenge him uh, for top prospect in the organization and and. But the organization still really needs Cody Glass to develop and and uh, become part of this team because of the, of the salary cap. And I, I think that there's still a great opportunity for Cody Glass. And and I, I'm well, I'm not in the Eichel camp. I still think uh, I am in the Cody Glass camp. That that there's uh, there's a uh, a real potential for him to have an impact on this team next year. And uh, I'm more patient with him than a lot of other people are. All right, Darren, we've got to go to break. So you get Why? you you have to answer this with one word. I just right? did one word. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you got to do this with one cent or one number. It's just going to be a number. What percentage of no trade clauses in the NHL include Buffalo? Uh, I would say 
72 percent too low thanks darren thanks, get out darren. of here <laughs> be careful buddy be careful <laughs> I'll still be here next week. Yeah, oh, okay. I was gonna say. I was gonna say, don't cheer we're for anything. We're talking yeah. to him in Tokyo too. He's picking up the phone. I gotta do new imaging for him and everything. <laughs> see you, see you, Darren. Oh, so there's Darren Millard. Hear him on the Gold Knights Insider Show. We need a new sharp. What? Seven zero two three six four eleven hundred is the phone number. Did he lose? I thought he won. He picked the Astros. No. Did th- you lose again to Baltimore? He lost. That was all right. Weird. Yes, they got swept by the oh, Orioles. Man. We did a new sharp. So what you're beating the Padres for me. <laughs> Jesus. 702-364-1100 is the phone number. We have an Antonio Brown jersey to give away. We're never going to We're trying away. to give this away. You got to get nine in a row right. But 702-364-1100 is the number. Call in, make a pick. Maybe you can win a jersey in two weeks. It's time to find the sharp. Brought to you by PropSwap, where smart sports bettors buy and sell sports bets. Go to PropSwap.com today and find the very best odds. So Patrick lost yesterday because the Astros lost. But Patrick was the first person to call back in today. So Patrick gets another shot at it. Uh, Patrick, where'd you like to go with your pick today? Oh, I just hung up on you hung up on Patrick? Unbelievable. What Someone call before Patrick. You'll be the first call in. We have no rules on this thing. <laughs> Somebody call. Hurry up. What if Patrick doesn't get in this time? Oh, I think disaster. Jared is calling Patrick. Oh, you have to call him? Uh, I think it'd be fun yeah. to just open up the lines. Yeah, no, Jared's being nice to Patrick. All right. Look at these other people calling. <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> before we get back to Patrick, um, yes, Ed, the Astros got swept by the Orioles. Wow. If uh, you would like a fun fact... The Astros this year have been swept by the Tigers, the Orioles, the Rangers, and the Rockies. They're the opposite of the Dodgers. They beat the good teams and lose the bad yes. ones. The Dodgers lose the lose the good ones and beat the bad ones. The Astros are on a 96-win pace and lead their division. <laughs> <laughs> they right, literally cannot beat the bad teams. They can't do it. All right, don't hang up. Do we have Patrick, Jared? Yes. Hey, Patrick. Hey, Jared hey. up on you. Okay. Patrick, all right. Fortunate so, we have no rules on this entire You won thing. the phone race, so you're back today. Uh, where do you want to go with your pick for today? Uh, I'm going to take the Giants. All the right. Giants. All right. We got you in for the Giants. Uh, maybe that baseball team will work out for you, unlike the Astros. Um, all right. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck with the Giants. If they win, we'll be talking to you again tomorrow. Or if you win the phone race after losing, we could be talking to you again tomorrow again. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> we'll call you back tomorrow if the Giants win. Good luck, brother. Thank you. Guys, have a good day. You too. So, there you go. Yeah. If he wins, I'm hanging up on everybody. <laughs> Playing the Diamondbacks, but they're in Arizona, so there's like a 2% chance he'll lose. Listen. I mean, if it's in San Francisco, we just already give him the jersey. The Orioles had lost 22 of their last 23 road games and swept the Astros in Houston. Thank goodness now you've moved on to Cleveland. Yeah, the, the Indians are above 500. <laughs> the Astros will win all their games against <laughs> Cleveland. That is absolutely how this is going to work out. Uh, but, yeah, so it's, uh, you know, it's not great. The Astros could be on pace for like 110 wins if they just beat the bad teams. But the good news is the bad teams don't make the playoffs. So you can't lose to the bad teams in the playoffs. No chance you're beating the Padres. That Tatis guy's going to have like five bombs. They would have won two out of three if our backup first baseman could have caught a pop yeah, fly. Yeah, remember that bum? Jeez. All you have to do is catch a pop is fly. It, wasn't that the Tatis one? Yeah. And then the next pitch, he next hit it like pitch, 700 Tatis, feet. Yeah. <laughs> two outs in the ninth. Tying yes. run at the plate. Pop fly on the in, or in foul territory. First baseman drops it. Next pitch. <laughs> Tatis hits it out of the park. It is did Tatis also do that to Anthony Rizzo? Yes, he did it to the Cubs, too. Or was it Tatis or Machado? 
I, okay. It How was Machado Padres... in that one. Yeah, yeah that was Machado because Machado looked at Rizzo and started laughing as he rounded first base. Like, hey, you should have caught that pop-up. <laughs> How are the Padres doing this? Oh, they're good. No, I... Okay. <laughs> they're good. What's your special skill? <laughs> well, when we hit pop-ups, the other team can't field them. We put a lot of spin. There's a lot of there's, sticky well, stuff on the Well, there's a lot of sticky stuff in the bat. Yeah, the they spin, spin rate, rate of the bat. It starts bats. moving once it gets yeah. in the air. Our infielders just have no chance against the Padres. It's over. The, I hate that they're good. Who are the Dodgers hate- playing this week? That's tough. At Washington for four-gamer. Oh, Kyle Schwarber keeps hitting home yeah. runs. That guy. see Scherzer on Saturday, then at Miami. This is a tough road trip as the at Giants. Miami. And then the Giants get the Diamondbacks. And the Padres get the Reds, who could be up 10 nothing, And they're still gonna, and the Padres are still going to win that game if they're losing 10 nothing. How about yesterday? The guy hits the grand slam to go up for the Padres. As he's crossing home plate, all of Kentucky op- opens the skies with the rain, and, th- and then the game's canceled. Now the Padres win. Did you see how the Yankees lost yesterday? No, didn't Otani give up nine runs? And the Angels won. Wow.